Hello and welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Uh, I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Um, we're here to talk about the next installment in the DCEU, the uh, cinematic universe of DC. They're trying to catch up with Marvel with their, I think it's 15 length uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because I think I said that, that on, our, on our Guardians of the Galaxy podcast. I think it was 15, so Spider-Man might be number 16. Um, so yeah, they're back with their, it would be Superman, um, then Batman v Superman, and then Suicide Squad. So yeah, the fourth film in their newest DCEU. Um, so let's get straight to it. What did you think of 2017's Wonder Woman from DC? Um, I enjoyed it as a, a general sort of overall thing. I think there were a few missteps here and there, but I as I think it's certainly been one of the stronger movies out of the uh, um, the current lineup so far. I think plot-wise, it's certainly held together a lot better than some of the others. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I give it pretty much a thumbs up, I would have said. Yeah, I do, I do think this is the best of, of the four of them so far. Um out of curiosity, which one do you think is the worst? Of... Oh, it's it's difficult. I mean, Suicide I, I Squad. Think, yeah, I mean, Suicide Squad had again had moments in it, but um, I would probably rank Suicide Squad at the bottom. Then, purely for the plot and the whole Martha thing, I think I put Batman Superman next. Okay. Then Man of Steel. Um, because I quite enjoyed that film, and uh, uh, then Wonder Woman. Cool. Um, I go with mostly the same. Um, I I haven't actually seen Man of Steel. It's the only, one of the only superhero films I haven't actually seen. At least yeah. ones that are kind of co- concurrent. Um, so Batman v Superman was my first, but I kind of went into it being like, okay, I'm not the biggest Superman fan, and he'll still be in this film. Uh, so I'll, see, I'll I'll maybe go back and watch it eventually. Um, but it just it was it was at that time when I was just getting still into like Arrow and Flash and getting into this new universe of stuff. Um, I know that the TV and the, the DCEU are, are kind of separate, um, but it kind of came around roughly um, like that. That's kind of when I started getting into into these new kind of films and stuff. Um, did you see my Facebook post that I put about Wonder Woman? I don't think I did. No, I, I this I agree that this is the best of the four of them. Um, I thought it was fine to good. I thought the first half, the first hour was a bit slow. With, of course, you have to do some plot building because, like, you have the um, Wonder Woman's origin story and things. Um, and then I did think the second half kicked off pretty well. That's the one, like you. You start to see a bit more of, of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman herself and she starts fighting some people and getting into some, like, I would say better plots. Um, like when she goes across No Man's Land and when she's fighting the guys in the tower. Um, I thought were all very interesting scenes. Um, so what did, uh, what did you think in, in terms of that, like, sort of? The, the pacing of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually quite liked the opening of it i thought the themyscira stuff was was actually quite good i thought it slowed down a little bit when she first gets into man's world and you're sort of doing the whole fish out of water thing um you know when she's she's trying to sort of 
try out clothes and that sort of stuff. I, I brought this up on the when we talked about it on Geek Town was. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things that does bug me is the amount of gags and things that they use in the trailers and wreck them for the films. Uh, right. You know, particularly when it's not like a gag fest, like, you know, something like Guardians of the Galaxy is. Uh, it, it sort of annoys me that they do, that some of the trailers need to leave a lot more out, I think, in, mm-hmm. in this. Um, but that's not really a fault of the film. That's more a fault of the people that, yeah, the marketing department. Make the trailers, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, there is that. But I, I, the, that, so that sort of slowed it down for a, a bit for me. And then when you do see her actually, you know, as you say, the stuff in the trenches I thought was really good. And I think it picked up quite well towards the end as well. Um, although it did end up with a big CGI battle at the end, as these things tend to do. Yeah. I think it was well, <laughs> yeah. I, I think they, you know, it was well put together. Um, uh, and, you know, there was a nice twist in how that came about as well. Mm. So, yeah, I, overall, I think it was paced pretty well. I think in terms of what you're saying at the end with like the CG massive battle thing, um, I recently played Injustice 2, and specifically with the special moves, there's a lot of this sort of like massive, um, like you know how the the guy at the end gets into that suit. Um, yeah. Green Lantern's special move on Injustice 2 is like he gets into this massive green. It's kind of the same thing. It gets into his massive suit and he's like whacking whoever the other player is, and then he like gets right. his guns out and blasts them with that. So, um, I've kind of got used to the big kind of, um, you know, the big superhero spect- spectacle of like these things just clashing together. And like, sometimes it does become a case of like, okay, what's actually going on in this fight? Like, if you slowed it down, who's actually hitting who with what? And, wear and stuff that was one of the interesting things with this actually particularly with the fight sequences was they they do actually slow it down in places mm. um you know they when the, one of the biggest problems you have particularly if you're forced to watch it in 3d um did you watch what, it pretty i i did i actually watched okay. it in 40x so oh. uh <laughs> You know, I was I was really uh, I well. It just happened to be the the showing that was at the local cinema at the time that I w- wanted to go and see it. It happened to be a 4DX show. Okay, um, all right. So uh, it wasn't entirely out of choice. Usually, I would choose to watch things in 2D because 3D kind of annoys me, and I don't think it adds anything. But no, not really. <laughs> one of the problems one of the problems with 3D, particularly in things like fight sequences, is because. Um, of the blurriness that it sometimes causes it can make it very very difficult to track what's going on yep. so one of the nice things about when the fight sequences are happening in wonder woman they slow they're actually slowing things down as punches come in and that sort of stuff so you got to see that quite a lot more uh which was quite nice the other thing it reminded me of very much like batman was it was uh when you saw the the fight at a sort of slightly longer distance it was very much like somebody had showed them an Arkham Asylum game and going, do that. That's what we want, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of that as well, like that they this film took a bit, must have taken a bit of inspiration from uh, from the Arkham games. Yeah, um, and, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Oh, I, no, that's a good thing. The, the yeah. fight sequences in that are brilliant, but it does make me laugh when the camera pulls, kind of pulls back and you do feel like you should be sitting there with a game controller, you know? Um, 
but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it works well. And uh, the fight sequences, I thought, were really impressive. I thought they, they did a really good job with that. Mm. What did you think of um, the kind of like sexual jokes? Like when Chris Pine's character um, is like going to sleep on the boat and uh, Wonder Woman is there. And she's like, oh, don't you want to uh, like sleep next to me or sleep with me? He's like, no, I'm married. I'm just going to like... He's trying to like get her to understand. Because like she's been with this yeah, other I... civilization for so long. Um, and then she's like, uh, oh, do you not like sleep with women and stuff? He's like, yeah, I do. But like, I- I'm not supposed to like sleep next to or with you kind of thing. Um, I thought, I thought that, that scene was, was particularly funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that worked really well. And, and it, it was necessary. I mean, it's sort of necessary because <laughs> you are, I mean, she has lived her entire life on an, on an island full of women. So, yeah. you know, the, the whole, and there were, there, there were like the odd, like penis joke in, in there as well. Cause when she first comes in and she's, she's kind of going, what's that? And pointing to actually something next the to the watch. Yeah. yeah. The watch. Yeah. You know, so I, and he obviously looks down at first and then and, and then looks across. I, I thought that was that was quite nice. So, I mean, none of that sort of stuff bothered me. I thought that was quite good. I thought that worked quite well. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was great as well. And then you've got other things like uh, when they when they get to where, where they were going and they're walking through those streets um, and she thinks, like, because the Wonder Woman outfit is, like, not as clothed as, like, a, a normal, like, person's outfit. Yeah. And then um, Chris Pine's character is, again, saying, like, you know, you put, put your jacket back on kind of thing. Because yeah. uh, I guess, it, you know, it helps with her origin story to show, like, she's been living around these women for so long, like you said. And that, you know, she doesn't like, she she, she doesn't know what, what men are like uh, with, with um, like, different outfits and or what they're like at all, yeah. um, really. Um, so I, th- I, th- I thought most of that was pretty funny, and that, that brought some nice humour to it as well. Um, and it, it, there's some other bits and bobs throughout the film, but like related to that as well that, that I thought were pretty good. And then there's like when there's guys are having the council meeting, like, what's a woman doing in here, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like, what? Why can't it be in here? And it, and then Chris Pine's character is continuously like t- trying to set on the right course without getting. Um, you know, making a yeah. scene too much. I, I so. think it, I think it was it was handled well. I yeah. thought that because you know, obviously you're you're putting her into a not only is she in a man's world, she's uh, you know it is very man's world at that point because you're talking about what 1930s, 1940s. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you you're uh, at that point in history as well. You are talking about a place where you know, women were sort of supposed to be housewives and that sort of stuff so i thought i thought that was um handled very well mm. you know i thought they did a very good job with that yeah and in terms of like um when her and chris pine's character again are like dancing after after they've had that battle and there's like the bit of snow and stuff and she's like this is magical and um i thought that yeah. was that was really interesting just her discovering the world i, I guess because um you know the bigger picture of the of of the rest of the world um was quite interesting yeah. as well um so let me go through some of my actual notes here uh I thought this film was fine fine to good I would say um like between an eight and a nine roughly i I would say that's higher than fine to good <laughs> if you're gonna do yeah. an eight and a nine yeah but yeah something like that 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I know. I, I think it wasn't perfect. I would, I would give it a solid eight, I think. Okay. Uh, Gal Gadot was as amazing as, as Wonder Woman as she yes. was in um, Batman vs. Superman. I actually, because when I came home and started making my notes, I watched the uh, her introduction scene again in Batman vs. Superman. And it's when... Um, I can't remember the name of the villain. But that villain's like about to put his beam onto Batman. And he's like sitting in his... Um, I think it's like the Batwing he's sitting in. Is like oh crap I'm about to get shot and then puts his hands up and then like Wonder Woman comes down with with her shield and then her her tune starts going off her like yeah. theme tune, yes. um, which I thought that was really really cool as well. Um, I was actually listening to that while I was making these notes because it was yeah it, it gets you fired up it's really good so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought she was amazing as Wonder Woman. Chris Pine's character was good. Um, he he was he was worth worth the time to to have him there uh certainly yeah. with like him him guiding her around and stuff uh side characters weren't great to me um a little bit the same as like in terms of like with prison break like some of the, some of the side characters just sort of went past me kind of thing uh plot was fine um i was hoping at the end we'd see some kind of justice league hint because justice league is is the next film yeah um but we didn't get that. All we got was uh, Wonder Woman jumping in the air. Um, her powers weren't really explained much, apart from her lasso and her metal bracelets, because you got the lasso of truth, you got her sword and her shield. Um, so, what did you think of of like her powers? Yeah, well, I mean, you sort of get hints of it, and I mean, it's I kind of knew the the history because the in the comic books it's she's always had this thing about um you know uh baby molded out of clay and and then a gift from the gods is <laughs> yeah. yeah which is that that was always how she was originally portrayed and then they they slightly retcon that in the in the comic books to her being the um the daughter of zeus um and i thought it was quite nice the way that they used that in the film uh, as being this sort of lie that she'd been told her entire life mm-hmm. to cover up the fact that she was in actual fact, the daughter of Zeus and you start. So she doesn't really understand her powers. So I think that's fair that they don't really explain it in any way because mm. she doesn't really quite know why she's got them. Um, and you've got, you know, it's not until that point where she's, uh, training and sort of knocks, you know, sends out this blast that knocks the other people all over the place. It's not really until that point that she knows that she's something other than a normal Amazon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I thought that was, that was quite um, interesting to, to sort of see. So I didn't think her powers that particularly needed explaining that much, you know, the, um, uh, and of course she's got like her, the, the armor and the, sword and the shield and the lasso um i think the lasso is kind of interesting as well the sort of that truth done lasso. pretty well i would say like when yeah. when when they're using it on uh chris's character uh when they're trying to get answers out of him it looked really good yeah so, i thought yeah. that was done really well that's something which is it, it's it's quite a useful thing because it can be um used as a weapon and it can also be played for comic effect as well. There are, which may come up in the justice league movie. Cause there are, there are occasions when um, they've used it in the comic books where somebody comes out with 
some completely inappropriate truth when they're stood out around in a group and he's like, Oh, I was touching your lasso. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know? Uh, so he's like, Oh, you look, you, you look beautiful today. I really want to sleep with you or something like that. You know? And he's like, Oh, Oh my God. I was touching the lasso. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. So okay. um, whether that a similar thing happens in uh, guardians of the galaxy, doesn't it? With um, star Lord. Yes. Yes, not not quite to that extent, but like a similar kind of thing. Yes, they yeah they they did that in uh, they did a, something similar to that in in uh, the recent Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So I mean I don't know maybe that will come up, but I I, I mm. do quite like the uh, the you know the the shield on the lasso and the armor and stuff. I thought that was good, and the the whole thing about the ceremonial sword not actually being the weapon that she thought it was as well. I thought was quite good. Yeah, I wonder what she's going to make of, like... Because she's met Batman, she's met Superman. I mean, she's met them, but they haven't really, like, sat down and had a, had a conversation, I guess. Um, what's she going to make of, like, Cyborg and um, the Flash on, like, Aquaman when she sees them in Justice League? And uh, it does lead into some interesting questions in, in terms of that and, like, um, how they're all going to get on and stuff. Yeah. Um, we've seen the Flash ourselves, yeah. Um, no. Or Aquaman or Cyborg. Um which brings me to one of my other points, uh, which is kind of one of the bigger picture things, which is, do you feel like the Justice League is, or the, the DCEU is a bit out of sync at the moment? Um, I Yeah, I mean, it, it struggled a little bit um, because you know, you've had the, whole, the Suicide Squad thing, which really didn't, as a film, didn't make a huge amount of sense. I, um, I don't know. We, I, I don't think... I think it struggled to get started and and had like get get a proper foothold, um, and yeah, with with Marvel, yes, you started off with Iron Man and stuff, mm-hmm. but it it was sort of Avengers that gelled everything together. So the Justice League for the DCEU is going to be the the kind of make or break point. That yeah. movie has to work and has to gel the characters together. Um, in in a mo in a more cohesive way because it's it's at that point that really cements everything because of the fact that they're doing, um, you know that, that they're sort of doing that first. Whereas I don't think did, Marvel didn't do it quite that way. They had more than just Iron Man out as individual movies. Yeah. They did individual movies yeah. of the other characters and then did Avengers, whereas mm. Justice then League you, is... Because then you kind of yeah. thought, oh, I can't wait to see all these characters together and then Avengers comes around and then, uh, as people yeah. say, you have that establishing shot where the camera, the, the Avengers turn around towards the camera and they're all together for the first time in like in, in yeah. establishing, establishing the shot. Yeah, so uh, you whereas they're not really done that with the DCU. You've you've had sort of Superman, you've had Batman v Superman, which has had the Trinity in it, but you've got you've and you've now got Wonder Woman. So they've they've sort of done like half of it. <laughs> well, the, yeah, they've, yeah, they've done the they've done the Trinity. Yeah, what DC refer to as the Trinity, which is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. So they've done that um, already, kind of. Uh, but you know, it's the, there's a lot resting on Justice League, mm. I think, um, which makes me kind of happy that Joss Whedon's now the person in control of it because I think if anybody can pull it off, it's probably him. Mm-hmm. It's just how much he can alter from what Zack Snyder's already messed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I I keep hearing things about like reshoots and yes, and there all are that kind of stuff. They're reshoots, which and the reshoots are being directed by Joss Whedon, so. 
Because, hmm. um, yeah, we've seen Superman twice. We've seen Batman once. We've seen Wonder Woman twice. We've had cameos of uh, Flash, Cyborg, and yeah. uh, Aquaman. So we have seen them all, but they haven't had you know their, their individual films. And it just, yeah, going into Justice League being the next one being in November, is it? I think. Uh, yes, I think. Yeah. Something like that. It, Not entirely sure. Yeah, I I fully agree that like that has to be the thing that Wonder Woman set the DCEU back properly on course. Uh, with yeah. like after after Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman not being praised much or you know being hated by some people. Yeah. Um, you know, you have your your big Justice League come together, so that needs to be the thing that like sets it fully back on course. If you know what I mean, so yeah, yeah. Um, so going back to the film itself, uh, I thought all the fighting scenes were as great, especially uh, the Watchtower building scene, and I thought um, how going across No Man's Land was amazing as well. Uh, and then the soundtrack coming in was was really good as well. Um, so any anything you want to say about the No Man's Land thing? I mean, it's like. Uh, Chris Pine's character's like, no, you shouldn't do this. And then she's like, well, somebody kind of has to do something. Uh, yeah. And then she like uses her bracelets, and then she gets her shield out, starts using that, and then they just like pummel her with bullets. Uh, and then she's like, sort of doing that crouch thing where she blocks yeah. with it with her shield. Um, so the first scene was really, really good as well. Yeah. No, I thought that was handled really well. Mm. Um, what did you think when like? Uh, she's fighting that guy in sort of, um, you know, the first kind of villain that she's she stabs on the top of that like watchtower thing. Yeah. Uh, and then there, there's the bits just before that where like she's fighting in the sort of watchtower itself, and then they like they have the Wonder Woman theme come on, and then it like starts again and then starts again. What did you make of of that? What the music? Um, yeah. I yeah I don't actually notice that so um yeah can't say it particularly bothered me e- either way mm. um i it, i mean the vi- yeah cool it was a little bit like the director was sort of like um what music are we going to go into because the wonder woman theme only goes on for so long and right. then it, it was as if they kind of said okay start it again and then it like faded out okay start it again which it's a good song to do that with it, it just turned out a bit strange particularly right. in, in that scene i found so yeah <clears throat> um i what else do i have here yeah i feel like the dc um like dc needed to kind of try and copy marvel instead of trying to get where they are already a little bit i mean we spoke about this a little bit already with if they're out of sync or not um and with you know marvel having the first kind of, is it the first phase they call it where they first introduced you know Captain America, Thor, Iron yeah, Man, yeah. <clears throat> and um, the other characters, and then they come together with Avengers. Do you think it's? Do you think that has anything to do with it that they're like want to catch? Because Marvel's the competition. It's a bit like you know Sony and Microsoft, um, in the way of these are yeah. the two big superhero kind of um, businesses. I. Yeah, I mean, they are trying to distinguish themselves, certainly in the tone of the films, but I, I yeah, well, they certainly did, in that they're going for a much darker tone, and I think they've decided to lighten that a little bit, because 
Mm. You know, that's what Marvel have done. I, 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 you can argue, actually, Marvel's gone a little bit too light with some of their stuff. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's you can still lighten them up a bit because they were so serious, <laughs> uh, you know, and they didn't need to be. So I, I think you can lighten the tone a little bit on, on the mm-hmm. uh, DC films. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's difficult to... St- to tell whether they actually do I mean, they say they don't but whether they do actually see themselves in direct competition but uh yeah do you think they're trying to do a kind of catch-up in terms of like getting justice league out so kind of quickly or do you think that they're um, just maybe taking a different approach i think i think it's probably they're taking a different approach um i i don't think they're going to be because Marvel is so far ahead with their stuff at this point. I think you're better off just doing your own thing. Mm. You know, I think it's more that. Yeah, it is. It's interesting that they have. It's interesting to me they've chosen to do Just League before these other characters, and maybe it's just because, like, Marvel came first, and I saw that as like a better way to do it. So maybe that's just, yeah. That's just kind of how I feel about it. But, um, I mean, in terms of like. You know, you had Captain America Civil War come around. You have all these established characters, and then you introduce um, the new Black Panther and the new Spider Man. I'm like, great! I got to see, you know, these cameos of these new characters uh, along with all these other established characters. I can't wait to see their their individual films now that I've seen them be introduced. So yeah, I mean, Marvel, Marvel, to be fair, have done it both ways because they've they've. You know, as you say, they they introduce new characters like Black Panther in Captain mm-hmm. America: Civil War, which is kind of kind of like what DC are doing. And they've also done it the other way, where they introduced everybody, almost everybody, before the Avengers, and, and then did the Avengers. So, <laughs> so they've kind of done it both both ways. Um, uh, you know, I and I think you know Justice Justice League. As I say, they've they've introduced the three big kind of DC characters already. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe that is the way to do it. Because that's kind of how I feel about a little bit with spin-offs as well. Like, as good as Rogue One was, I would have liked to have seen those characters somehow introduced in a previous, like, set of material. Right, yeah. So, like, when, when you uh, come back with 24 Legacy as well and you have Tony, this established character, come in, I, I know it, that's a bit different because that's a bit more like a reboot and I didn't expect, like... um eric to meet jack and then go off and do his own thing but one of the things that did kind of help 24 legacy was tony coming back and you had this established character um because yeah that that was one of my things with with rogue one is having these brand new characters and then like okay i don't really i just don't really know these people but you still you've already got you know leia han luke and all the other characters established Right. Do you get yeah. where I'm going with that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, to my last piece I have here. Um, I can't quite put my finger on it, but um, there is something off with the DCEU, but we shall see uh, what it's like when Justice League comes around. So we talked about that a little bit. Um, if it's not been changed, then um, I have to kind of think about kind of what it is. It... <sighs> Yeah, like I said, like with me not being able to put my finger on it, it's just I know it's different because it is DC and in and it's not Marvel, but 
there's something a little bit off with these films that have yeah yeah whether it's like you say with the tone is is different and like with marvel being kind of this more light-hearted thing and then i guess with me watching the dc tv shows and then having um yeah flash and supergirl be yeah yeah I, i sort of know what you mean there is a there is a markedly different tone to the tv shows there's a markedly different tone to the marvel movies which is how we've kind of come to expect cinematic superheroes Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah they are trying to set out something different and i kind of get why they're doing that but um it yeah it's whether it's just not quite connecting right Mm. at the moment um whether they can sort that out with justice league yeah that will be interesting to see but uh yeah i i you know i i i enjoyed this film i did yeah, um, I still did, yeah. You know, so I, I wouldn't want to kind of lay into it. I thought, you know, the characters were good. I thought, I mean, even if the entire plot is a little bit Captain America, um, I mean, you even huh. you even had you even had the the captain called Steve, you know, heroically, um, you know, blowing himself up in an aeroplane at the end. <laughs> Which is, which is sort of, yeah, which is exactly yeah, I what quite, I haven't quite America, thought that but, myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and you've, you've got, I mean, okay, it's first world war, not second world war, but you know, you've, you've got that historical kind of war thing. I mean, she is sort of, you know, you, I, I don't know. There is, there are certain amount of similarities, I think between the two films, but, I still think it was it was a good movie. Oh yeah, and yeah. It's well done, well directed. I would be quite happy to go and sit through, uh, you know, the uh, second one as well when they do that. So yeah, that's happening as well. Yeah. Yes, same director. So uh, I think she did a, she did a good job with it. I'm looking forward to seeing more of it, and I am really looking forward to seeing if they can pull off Justice League. Mm. So yeah, uh, I. I guess my thing is I I did I did like this film I did think it was better than the previous three I know that's strange because I haven't seen Man of Steel, um, but it's definitely a lot better than Suicide Squad. That film definitely had its problems and it had a Joker that I didn't like, which you know is is opinion. It isn't really yeah. Um, Batman v Superman had some odd things here and there and some problems. Wonder Woman did come in and kind of have I'd say a cleaner and better story definitely. Um, yeah, definitely some better acting. Um, but yeah, I just have the the thing of like DC being a bit off sync and having, you know, there's certain characters that haven't been cast, like uh, people like Green Lantern and um, yeah, maybe Martian Manhunter and who was the other one, Green Arrow. Because uh, I did a little bit of research, um, and I I googled like who was in the original Justice League team. Uh, and it said Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, who we haven't had cast yet, Flash, and Martian Manhunter, who uh, we haven't had cast yet either. Um, do you think that like Green Lantern might make a surprise like appearance in Justice League, or do you think? I I don't know. I mean, I would like Green Lantern to uh, to make an, an appearance. I don't think he will. Um. After but, credit scene, maybe, maybe, maybe. Someone I mean, picking up a 
a green um ring thing or whatever it's called maybe yeah or or more more likely i mean if they still haven't cast him by that point you get um abansur's ship crashing into the ground um yeah would, would be a possibility as well but i mean they've got most of them there the ones the main one that's sort of missing from that is from certainly from the newer um justice league is green lantern more than anybody else because that martian manhunter in the originals was quite a an integral part but more lately hasn't been uh firestorm's been part of the justice league as well um so you know and the atom has been at some point as well Mm. so uh i mean but but the the main kind of guys being batman superman wonder woman flash aquaman cyborg uh green arrow not so much so Mm. apparently charlie hunman is it from sons of anarchy said he changed his name and he would consider playing green uh arrow yeah well i mean he would make a brilliant green arrow as Mm -hmm. well um you know he's exactly the right sort of temperament for it um for for the for a version for a big screen version i certainly think he would be brilliant Mm. for it yeah because i'm currently Um, watching uh sons of anarchy and i did i every time i see him i do sort of think like yeah he'd be he'd be great as a green arrow yeah Uh, he would be mm. i also think daryl would be a good addition to sons of anarchy wouldn't he just fit right in in Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> yeah, D- uh, Daryl from Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, off topic, but yes. Yeah. Um, see, so yeah, I guess my wrap-up thoughts are: I think DC still has this out of sync, strange thing where, like, we've seen so many characters, different amounts to others. Some haven't been cast. We've got, um, like the Batman. I think it's called the Batman, which is after Justice League, as well as Flash and Aquaman's films. I'm still well, looking forward. Flash if- Flash if they could ever find a director. Yeah. For it. Yes. Yeah. Because they're they're on like their fifth now. Well, it's directorless again. But um, is it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, I mean, the. I think they're they've been through the fifth director. I don't think they've found anybody yet. Um, I'll do but, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there has uh, been some suggestion of giving it to Kevin Smith actually, um, which it wouldn't be ne- necessarily be a bad move given that he's. He'd he's done episodes well of Flash, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. done episodes, and he has made films before. Yes, they're not the highest quality films, but uh, yeah, I I don't think they've got a new director attached to it yet, um, as far as I can tell. So, you know, maybe, I mean, it's difficult. Okay. I don't know what they're going to do yet. Um, but yeah, I think that's about all I have to say for the film. I did like it, but I feel the, the DCEU is just a bit out of sync, so... Uh, that's kind of my wrap-up thoughts. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say? Anything else? Um, no, other than bring on the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, I am interested to see it still differently. I'm interested to see how they how they pull it off without having seen the other characters. Um, yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that. In I don't remember the exact date, but I think it's November. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. You can find all the other content on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, myself and Robert have been doing our E3 coverage, which is in two parts. So the first part is EA, Microsoft, and Bethesda. And then the second part, which we'll be recording next week, um, which will be Sony, uh, Ubisoft, and Nintendo. Um, myself and David just recorded, um, what was it we just did? Oh yeah, Prison Break, the, uh, Break. fifth season, uh, review for that. And then after this, 
we're going to do our thoughts on 24 Legacy after it's, uh, or 24 itself, after it's been cancelled because Fox says they still want to keep it around. Um, my F is, for, F is for Family Review comes out on Friday. Um, I did do that deliberately because it's a lot of Fs and it's funny. Um, <laughs> and the characters use a lot of F words, so... Yeah, a lot Fair of that. So uh, that comes out on Friday as well. Um, so look out for that. Um, and yeah, there's lots of other stuff that's scheduled to come out in the future, as well as more other podcasts as well. So look out for all that. Um, for your team, uh, team, film and TV news, uh, head over to geektown.co.uk as well to see when some of these shows are coming back or if they're renewed or if they're not, because um, there is some changes and stuff. Um, you can find us on Twitter at eTalkUK. You can send us an email to entertainmenttalk.com. You can head over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash entertainmenttalk. You can also head over to, if you go on the About tab and go on Entertainment Talk Need Your Support or the Support Us page, you can find other free ways to support us as well. So you don't, you don't have to use Patreon. There is other free ways as well. Um, so go ahead and check out those. So yeah, that's it for Wonder Woman. We shall see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Bye.